So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast from Sports Key to Wrestling. We got a whole lot more weekly news updates about the latest different things going on in the world of wrestling. Exclusive interviews on our feed right now, straight from SummerSlam with Gunther and Finn Balor and so much more. If you're listening to this podcast... Check out the other ones we got in the feed. What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here with my guy, Bill After. It is Tuesday night, you know what that means. And this is Unscripted. How are you, Bill? I'm good, and it was great spending a SummerSlam weekend with you. We had quite the time. We got so many terrific interviews that will be on the Wrestle Binge. Yep. So, what was your highlight of the SummerSlam weekend? My highlight of the SummerSlam weekend. Um, wow, man, it was it was a, a just a crazy weekend. <laughs> um, uh, there's a lot of good things, man. There was a lot of good times. I would say probably, um, I enjoyed WrestleCon. WrestleCon. Yeah. 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 WrestleCon was great. I also want to give a shout out. Well, I want to give a shout out to Mike, uh, the man who is Mr. WrestleCon there for letting us uh, do our thing. And also to the incredible, um, WWE publicity machine. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, Chuck, Greg, and Laura, they were so professional and yep. super. So, so thank you. You and I were discussing something um, in terms of general wrestling and uh, some, some about it at SummerSlam, something that bothers me. And you said, yeah, you see this too. When the guy's taking somebody up to do a superplex, mm-hmm. the guy that's being put up there on the top. Yeah. Either setting his legs up by himself or yeah. he's letting the other guy put it up there. And I'm seeing that more and more, not just in WWE, but in AEW and uh, the indies and everywhere. And that's starting to bother me. Does it bother you, Dr. Chris? It bothers me, but I'm going to tell you what bothers me even more. What bothers me is when someone does a spot and the person just allows them to do the spot and just takes all types of suspension of disbelief for instance if someone's doing like a moonsault or a corkscrew moonsault or or just a plancha outside like as the person is climbing up you know the the ropes or or the or the pillar the person or persons are just kind of standing there waiting for the person to to jump you know what i mean and i'm like (laughs) or holding your arms Oh, uh, you went out holding your arms and then you're froze on me, Bill Apta. Yeah, no, I'm back. Can you still, you, you got me there? 
Oh, now you're back. You say you, yeah. you, you so, said and holding the arm, holding the arms out, you know, like yeah, yes, yes, come, yes. come to dad. The, the other uh, thing is, we were discussing in, in an interview we did exclusively for Wrestle Binge with uh, Ricochet mm -hmm. that there are too many wrestlers all doing similar moves match after match where it used to be if some guy flew from the top rope onto somebody yes. nobody else does at that time yep. if somebody flies through the ropes it's now every match yeah. ricochet had a great defense he said well it's different because they're not ricochet but it, if you have a signature hole that's like everybody on the card using rick flair's figure four in every yes. match yes I, I agree with that it work and what I think to me, what makes it even worse, Bill, is um, that everybody's like that, like 70 percent of the roster roster is wrestling like Ricochet to some capacity. Yeah. You know, Ricochet, like back in the day when it was like like when Rey Mysterio was popular, Rey Mysterio was among luchadors. But luchadors weren't really exposed so much too much. In the states, you know, Mexico right, and right, Japan right, was a right, big, you know, area right, for luchadors, right. and so when he came to the to the states, it was something that a lot of luchador that that wasn't a style that was very known. You Correct. know, of course, you had Mil, Mil, Mil Mascaris. You know, you had some luchadors, but you didn't have. It wasn't just a big influx of the luchador style. Right now, now, Everybody. a lot of people are adding that luchador style to their arsenal so much that everybody looks like a luchador. You know what I mean? I'm waiting for Omos to... Uh, yes, yes. He's going yeah. to be doing some uh, luchador style uh, competition, ladies and gentlemen. And so everybody looks like a luchador. And so that yeah. takes away the... It, it takes away the uniqueness of that type of style if just about everybody else is doing it. So that's the reason why I think that you know, Rey Mysterio stood out in his day as opposed to someone like a Ricochet, Ricochet, Young Bucks. Yeah. So did, he was an innovator. He was, he was. Yeah. So yeah. I think he, I think so many people have adopted that style way too much. So, um, so the first one, the first guy that I really saw that really thrilled me in the ring as a luchador was Neil Mascaris. Mm -hmm. he, was, he made it look so easy. And everybody's going to say, oh, he wouldn't do the job. But then Hogan wouldn't do the job. And Brother. Harley wouldn't, you know, it's it, it's the same thing. But he made it look like a ballet. And he yeah. did the flying moves. The flying moves were reserved because he was a heavyweight mm -hmm. doing these things. He mm -hmm. wasn't a lightweight. Did you see um, uh, the Marty Jannetty dark side of the ring? Because he was... Going to tentatively be our guest uh, tonight, but it hasn't uh, worked out yet. Yes, indeed. I saw I saw a bit of it. Um, I saw the shot of his uh, ankle, and uh, it was just just horrible, man. And uh, I also saw, um, you know, uh, the time where like Al Snow uh, was talking about like when he broke his ankle. Yes, and I know for years that he's had a really bad ankle, and he you know he got injured. And never really recovered from it, but it was. But I didn't know when precisely he messed up his ankle. Yeah, but yeah. I was talking about that match when he broke it, when he broke his ankle. So, yeah, I mean, people, you know, when you're injured, you decide to, you know, numb the pain. You know, some a lot of people numb the pain with alcohol, 
a lot of people numb the pain with with pills you know i mean a lot of people numb the pain with different types of illegal drugs and that stuff is very common uh when it comes to just trying to numb the pain especially in the pro wrestling business where you can't especially in those days there weren't any guaranteed contracts so you cannot leave your spot or you will potentially lose it and if you lose it you lose out on a bunch of money because there well unfortunately he lost his spot due to his uh, lifestyle you know he was uh um let's compare him with uh scott hall's lifestyle you know scott hall used to tell the promoters uh kind of what you see is what you get you know i'm not going to stop my lifestyle because of what you uh you want me to do and marty was kind of uh the same way because Marty was, and I knew him well when, you know, back in the days of the Midnight Rockers when they were in the AWA, and they had a, he and Sean had a heck of a reputation for being, you know, really rowdy uh, after the matches and causing trouble and doing things in the dressing room that people didn't appreciate, but Marty was such a great competitor, but he could not stay out of trouble, and I just wonder had, you know, Sean went completely in a different route with uh, becoming very religious, et cetera. And Marty tried that. And I just, nothing, just nothing worked with him. He, he just wanted to keep partying the whole time. And he still does. You see his posts on Facebook. And uh, last time I saw him, Chris, Dr. Chris, he was not in a wheelchair. That was about a year ago at a convention. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised to see him in a wheelchair at the, on this documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know when they they shot it. it. It may have been shot over a year ago. Speaking of that, when they were shooting yours, how long how long ago was it when they when they shot you for the doc for the doc? Oh, you're talking about for the Magnum TA one and the uh, Chris Candido one. That was yeah. probably five months before it actually aired. Okay, okay, four or five months. Yeah, yeah. So they may have done Marty's. Um, oh. Longer than that. So. I want to put another thing to rest here. Okay, let's do it. We change topics here. All right. I got a lot of people who were supporting me on something that let me just see if I can get my light up here. So my lighting's going weird today for some reason. I don't know why. Here we go. All right. Back to normal here. Um a lot of people were defending me, thinking that triple H disrespected me at the SummerSlam post press conference. Mm -hmm. I had asked a question to him and I said, why the heck is the United States heavyweight champion in a battle royal? And he sarcastically, jokingly, because it's a relationship I have with him, said, well, to win a battle royal, to throw people over the top row. And he went into this and, you know, it got a good laugh and then he explained about how he couldn't put all the talent on the show because it was too long but my feeling was that uh one of the main champions in the company should not be in a plain old battle royal there and a lot of people thought that he was uh he was too sarcastic and disrespecting me and i just want to set the record straight he was not disrespecting me one bit Hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, the, well, what do you think? You were sitting right behind me. I was. Yeah. Um, I was tongue in cheek, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I didn't take anything from it. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't definitely nothing. People make something out of nothing all the time. And so, you know, it was, it was nothing. It was really nothing. All right. So Cody, Cody now, it didn't take long. Uh, on uh, Monday Night Raw, Cody uh, and Seth Rollins, their feud has heated up quite a bit. Yeah, I thought there would be an in-between. There is an in-between, man. It looks like Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be the in-between. Well, I, I mean, for Cody, who is yeah. Cody's in-between? Um, Probably Ooh. someone from D- Judgment Day. They put Dominic back in his face on Raw. They did. So, they so, did. Uh, which I don't care to see. Um you know, it, it felt very filler when they had their paper or PLE match. Uh, but it looks like Seth and Shinsuke and then, you know, Cody and perhaps someone from the Judgment Day, Cody Finn, perhaps Cody, you know, Cody and uh, uh, Priest. It could be, you know, bringing you back. brought up the match I want to see now, and it's been driving me crazy. Cody yeah. Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. No. Yeah. Cody Rhodes against Logan Paul, I think. The two of them against each other is a natural, not like Dustin Rhodes, the natural, but yeah. a natural match. Cody against Logan Paul. Yeah. I want, yeah, stop with the years or no. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Back up. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but uh, uh, I think you put this in my head and I yeah. went like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. definitely. So what do they do with that match? I got to get some of my sparkling ice in here. Yeah, what, they, what do they? Uh, what do they do with that match? You're I, the matchmaker. You're the booker. Yeah, man, I think what's, that match what's is the money. finish of that match. I think I think Cody goes over. Uh, I think that that would be a fantastic match. I was just looking. I was thinking about like who is who could be next in line for Cody because, like I said before, what it seems like they're going to do is they're going to have Cody just go through a you know, wave after wave of talent in order to get to Reigns at WrestleMania, which, again, I don't want to see, but it looks like we're going to see. No, he needs, he's going after Seth. No, I think we're going to see Cody and Roman at WrestleMania 40. I don't want to see that, but I do think that that's going to happen. Why don't you think it's going to happen? I, I wanted to see I wanted to see LA Knight versus Logan Paul for, for SummerSlam. I think that should have been the thing, but it seemed, seemingly – WWE did, you know, they looked at their business and they're like, okay, well, we got a big sponsor, Slim Jim, LA Knights in the Slim, uh, on Slim Jim commercials right now. I heard Slim Jim wanted Bianca Belair too, but LA Knights on the Slim Jim commercials. So let's make it make sense. Let's make Ooh. something out of it and Ooh. therefore have him win the battle. Wait road. a minute. So slap yeah. into a Sim, Slim Jim. Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But see, I, I, <laughs> When I asked the question to Cody about what's next, I was asking him which title, and he says everyone in the room knows what title he's going after. And it, it, uh, it, I think that was a political answer. Uh, it's a political but, answer, but I I think he against Gunther would be terrific. And yeah. Roman, but it, they already started the action with Seth Rollins. Yeah, I, I see. Like I like I said before, Bill, I, I wouldn't mind. I would be totally on board with Cody beating Seth and then Cody having the title until WrestleMania and losing to Gunther. Like, I think that that's what, that's what should happen. I think that that's what should happen. I think Gunther should be champ at WrestleMania 40. Does that mean Gunther wins the Royal Rumble? No. You know, that doesn't mean Gunther wins the Royal Rumble. 
I think what you could have is you could have uh, someone else win the Royal Rumble for you know to go against Roman Reigns because I think well, I, I think by the turn of the year we should ditch the bloodline thing. I think that they tipped their hat, and I think that I think the Jimmy turn just didn't really do much for me. Uh, oh, it just, it just, it just felt like, yeah, it just, it just felt like they're trying to to stretch more you know i mean and 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 paul Heyman is saying bottom of the third of course you know that's a political answer too but i i do th- i mean this has been it's been over three years now so i mean actually it's been about three years because um reigns yeah reigns uh, uh he interrupted the fiend versus braun Strowman match at SummerSlam 2020 they were still at the thunderdome and then the, the week after that I believe was payback and it was weird because they had two pay-per-views within a week. It seemed like that was definitely a Roman Reigns thing to, to make him, you know, uh, a star. I mean, to, 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 to put him over. And so Roman Reigns won the title yeah. and that, that, that was what commenced his universal championship reign. But and wait, so wait, wait. I, I think, I think for Roman Reigns though, what you do is, this has been a three-year thing, and I think it's about time to go. I think it's. See, about I'm time. not sure of that, but I, I want to get back to Cody here because if you remember, the whole purpose of this whole thing is that his father, the Meccan Dream Dusty Rhodes, never held the WWF or WWE, whatever it was back then, championship, and that's the one that Cody is focused on. He's not focused on Roman Reigns. He's not focused on Gunther. He's focused on get getting that belt from Seth Rollins to not finish the story. I don't think the story is ever going to be finished, but he needs to get that to make everybody happy. You said get the belt from Seth Rollins. You mean Roman Reigns? Yeah. No, no. Seth Rollins. The Seth, world... Rollins Seth Rollins doesn't have the WWE championship, though. No, he's got the world championship. That's what I'm talking about. His right. father never held – there wasn't a world championship when Dusty was here. It was the WWF championship. But the so world championship the world is the same legacy as the as the WCW version, though. Well, whatever version it is, he wants to hold that world title because he won – his father was never able to hold that in WWF. But, but, but Dusty held the world title, though. NWA. Right, but that's the same it's the same lineage as Seth Rollins' title. So he would want to go after Roman Reigns' championship. The fan of today doesn't know that lineage. Most of the fans today don't uh, know. Uh, they they just know it's a world title. Uh, and Dusty didn't hold it. Dusty and, did hold it though. That's the thing. Like he no, held not the WWF one. Right. So 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 right. Seth Rollins ha- held the same title lineage wise as Dusty. Like it's it's the same if you go okay. if you go under the world heavyweight championship lineage like like the yeah. like the list of champions. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes and Seth Rollins has the same title. So so Cody wanted to chase Reigns because he wanted the WWE championship and that's the one that Roman Reigns has but Roman Reigns merged it with the undisputed so it's still but that's the one that Dusty's legit never had. Okay, no, I understand that, but I don't think they think most of the fans know that. 
Yeah, but they wouldn't say finish the story with, with beating Seth, though. Beating oh, no. Seth isn't finished. It, it, that's not finishing the story because, one, he beat Seth three times. And, two, if Cody won that title that Seth won, that wouldn't be a Dusty thing because Dusty already had that title. The reason why he chased Roman is because from his first promo, he showed you know the match at the Garden between him and, and, and Superstar Graham. Yeah. And how it was the reverse finish. It was a count out, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, so he, he got the belt, he held it up, but he he couldn't win Took the title on, on, on a championship, right? So that's the same championship lineage-wise as Roman Reigns has right now. Okay. So, so Roman Reigns would be the person that he would finish the story with. So that's the thing. That like that's the reason why. I'm. Uh, I said. I mean, that was, that was the whole build up toward WrestleMania this year was because he wanted to finish the story to okay. get Roman Reigns his title. I don't okay. think Cody. I don't think. I think Cody is going to go against Roman Reigns, which I don't want to see. But until then, he's going to have a list of talent, you know, to get in his way. And I think personally that Logan Paul should be one of those people that get. I in agree, a hundred percent. And I think that that's absolute money for a big, high-profile uh, pay-per-view, which would be either uh, Survivor Series or Royal Rumble. They should have that match. Yeah, well, Survivor Series coming up uh, is the next big one. Now, another thing on our trip that we talked about, and you seem to have, and, and I just want to tip off the fans here, later this week or toward the weekend, I believe, uh, an exclusive interview we did with the father, the father of Bray Wyatt, mm. Mike Rotunda, IRS. Yes. Very taxing interview. Mm -hmm. Very taxing. Very, very nice. taxing interview. But uh, that will be, hold on, I can tell you probably what day that's going to be run. And you have had this thing going on all weekend that um, uh, Bray Wyatt is poised to come back. And you're very excited about that. And I was just wondering, hold on a minute, just wondering why you think Bray Wyatt is poised to uh, IRS probably on Sunday, okay. probably on Sunday. Gotcha. But why do you why have you got this whole thing uh, and excitement about it that I haven't seen in a while that Bray Wyatt's going to just come in? What are they going to do with him? So I'm not necessarily excited that Bray Wyatt's coming back. I just think that it's possible and probable for my theory of people coming in Cody's way. You said theory. I, my theory, yes. Not Austin. Theory. Okay. Not Austin, but okay. Okay. Uh, of people just coming in Cody's way. Because at this point, again, if the goal is you have to put people in Cody's way for the next eight months, you know, or, or at least seven months or six months before you start something with him and Roman, you're going to have to find legitimate competitors that could legitimately, that, that can seemingly derail Cody Rhodes. And there's not a lot of people on the raw roster heels wise that is legitimate enough to come and derail Cody Rhodes. There's just well, maybe not Nakamura, maybe Nakamura. And that's the thing, Bill. I, I don't see, I like Shinsuke. I, I do. I do like Shinsuke. But the problem is, Bill, is that you have people, you, you have Shinsuke who's been booked so poorly 
that it doesn't seem convincing to me that Shinsuke and Cody would draw at all. I don't. What I don't, about Shinsuke, Seth, and Cody three way? Now I can see that happening, perhaps um, at the uh, upcoming in, uh, in India pay per view, the summer of the superstar spectacle. I can see a, a triple threat just because they wanted to add that buffer in there. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Cody and Seth, and then Seth probably wins, and then you can do you can do Cody and Seth further uh, from that. But at the same time, I don't think you do Cody Seth for the title, which they I mean they I can see them doing unless you have Cody win the title, which will still derail him from his quest. No, I, I that that's gotta be um either at the Rumble or WrestleMania. But you can't you can't bring I can see what, them doing India. I can see them having something big in India though. All right, but 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 you my opinion, you can't bring I got to do this. I'm sorry. Bro, you can't bring the weirdo of Bray Wyatt in with Cody Rhodes. It doesn't work, bro. Uh well, if it was if it was Vince Russo, he would absolutely he loves Bray. So he would be a, he would be a fan of it. You know. Um I here's my thing. It doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense why Dominic came in the way and it makes like still to this day, four months after it happened, we still got zero explanation as to why Brock turned on Cody. Like we still had, no, we had no explanation. Like he, he likes to beat up he, people. No, that's not, he, he didn't Welcome even explain back. that. He didn't even explain that much. Like, okay. He likes to beat up people. Why did he choose Cody Rhodes? Like we still don't know. Like he wasn't we, a dusty fan. Oh, okay, cool. Well, tell that's me it. that. Tell it. Tell us that. that. Tell us that. I, know, I, I thought you know that. His, know. He know. won't even let his wife, Sable, wear polka dots. Hmm. Man, isn't that something? Uh, that's that's horrible. I have the answers to all these. Things. Uh, of course you do. You're Bill Apta. You know. All right. So we got a two minute lightning round. Let's. Uh, all let's right. Oh, already? Yeah. yeah oh, that's always yeah. happens with us, man. All right. Uh, thoughts on Ronda leaving? Yes. What are your what thoughts on Ronda Rousey leaving? Two minute oh, I thought you said there was a thought. I thought the person who was sending the, uh, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Oh. I, I thought I, I watched the match on the replay and it was okay. When we were there live in person, they were booing the heck out of it. We, oh, they yeah. were yelling, this is boring. I couldn't wait yeah. for that match to get out of there. I think Rhonda has, is, is pulling the Brock. She's gone now, maybe in a year or so Rhonda comes back and attacks um teal roads who will make her uh <laughs> very nice no, no <laughs> but i think ronda will come back uh eventually uh we'll see it seems like she's burnt out uh she was well, right now that's why she needs a refresher yeah but people are just like they're they're not you know they're not into to rousey really? all right here we go uh best match on SummerSlam, in your opinion Oh, it was uh, uh, Logan Paul and, uh, and Ricochet. The first match was that was in terms of action and stuff. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to be the best match was Gunther and Drew McIntyre, and it didn't have the full intensity that I thought it would have. All right. Uh, what do you make of Jay Uso costing Jay? Uh, what do you think of what do you make of Jimmy Uso costing Jay the match against Roman? Do you think the Bloodline story is losing steam now? No, I don't think it's losing steam. What I think, in my opinion, is we all thought, and I had predicted that Jimmy was going to 
run out from the hospital and save his brother and the title's going to change. I didn't expect that. I think this was a good swerve. I, I said that, uh, I said there, I said, I bet you Jimmy uh, comes out and turns on Jay. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's what he did. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I just. Oh, uh, wait, one of the things you told me that came true and I apologize that I didn't buy it until it happened was when Bianca got injured. I thought I said, that's a shoot. That yeah. She's crying. And then you went, look, look, she's coming back. And I was Everybody, it's funny because they were, we were all in the press and there was a few people around us. So we were all just kind of talking and they were like, man, no, that's, and I was like, no, it's a work. It's a work. It's a work. I was like, there's no way in the world that they would have camera shots repeatedly on her injury. They would have yeah. put the X up. They would have done everything to rush out there to get her away. They were stalling. They showed me up. They kept, showed putting, me up. they kept putting camera shots on her. I'm like, this is a work. And as soon as, like, she was on the ramp, they kept showing her. I'm like, this is a work. And people were like, I don't know, man. I was like, trust me, it's a work. It's a work. And as soon as she, you know, pushed them away i'm like told y'all you know and they're like okay yeah, yeah. so all right I, so uh here we go uh, i owe you another meal indeed <laughs> why is the world I owe you another person? meal at denny's uh we well we didn't go to denny's we uh we went to some uh, I know. stuff uh all right so morgan. that that yeah yeah shout out to yeah she was she was great hey, morgan. all right uh well here's the thing uh we got a roll so um do we have one more yeah, let's do like real quick. Um, Orton coming back, um, perhaps. Yeah, Orton, I th I Orton think Cody be a thing. Uh, maybe, but I think Orton's got to do something with Riddle. They've got to. Uh, Riddle is now, you know, he's been he's been getting pinned a lot. He didn't look that great in the Battle Royal. Yeah, and I think Randy Orton needs to come back and smack him around and get him back on track. Yeah, yeah. Um, and last question, how was SummerSlam overall? How was SummerSlam? How was the experience for you, Bill? Oh, the experience was great. I mean, the, again, the, the whole being on the, the whole press end of it was fabulous. I give, I, I don't know what you do, but the, the entire card, I would give a uh, six and a half out of 10, probably. But it was uh, different on TV. It, yeah. I watched some of it on TV and it was an eight on TV. Okay six for me across the board uh it just it just fell flat to me um the weekend as a whole was was fantastic it was a lot of fun it was it was great it was busy um i we friday we 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 clocked in at 8 a.m and uh by the time i was uploading uh photos uh um, i mean videos uh, by the time i was uploading videos it was about 1 a.m so that yeah. you know it's you know, uh, what, fifteen hour shift there? Well, look, you people look forward to all the videos coming in. The yeah, so there's gonna be a lot. So it was about eight, eight a, eight a.m. to one a.m. on Friday. It's Saturday we start about ten a.m. and um, by the time we got done with the presser, debriefed, and then me making my runs, it was about three a.m. So, uh, so it was we we worked uh, quite a bit uh, both days, uh, back to back to back events going to this. Was great. It was just, it was a, it was a, oh, what a rush. And yeah. And we got so much great material we got, we did, for, we got, we got for really these sports kidians out there. Yes, indeed. So be sure to check out Russell Ben's page. We got some really, 
really good interviews. We got some people who uh, were shooting it straight. Oh, na- Nails almost killed you, didn't he? You know, he was. You know, that's one thing. I interviewed uh, uh, Finn. I mean, just just the, the 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 list goes on. We interviewed probably ten to twelve wrestlers uh, that weekend, and uh, he Bill asked me who my favorite interview was. My favorite interview was Nails yeah. because I love those old school interviews of people that you can't find and you can't like I love those where are they now old school interviews. Those are some Dibiase, of my- uh Jake Roberts. We got all of yeah, those. We got, my, a lot of, we got a lot of we got a lot of my people. favorite though was uh, was Otis and I don't want to give away what he said he it was really good was a, a fan that he wanted to do but he does some movements in our exclusive mm, interview yeah but we're not going to say that and you and i did interviews in tandem which i haven't done in years and nice. i don't know if you've done them but no. man that was fun it was it was a lot of fun yeah. we saw that yeah. uh, with the gunther and finn interviews that we have out now yeah. on the russell binge and it was lots of fun uh, shout out to finn balor he you know, he 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 got our stick really quick and uh, played along with it very well. So it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let let the listeners know where they can find you on the socials, Bill Apta. Well, of course, you can follow me at the old at after one, the number one wrestling on Twitter. That's still my handle and homage to the late great uh, Bob Ryder. I'm on uh, Facebook and I'm on Wrestle Binge all the time, if you will. And don't forget to follow uh, me and Mac Davis and uh, uh, Holla Holla Teddy Long on uh, Time Machine. Holla Holla. Indeed. indeed. All right. Uh, yeah. Go, go check out Wrestle Binge. Follow me at Chris Prolific and uh, hand over to Pancakes and Power Slams. We're going to talk uh, with the PMP Nation more about the SummerSlam experience and uh we're going to check on the after party on patreon about some some inside stuff uh and just my experience as a whole more of that and i got some information on drew mcintyre that i'm going to share as well at pancakes oh, yeah. Power Slams, indeed yeah. all right this guy right here is bill after i am dr this guy chris. over here is dr chris featherstone indeed this is unscripted uh, by the way, uh, thank you for shouting me out uh, at the press conference. I, I really wanted to ask some questions. Uh, you, you you were privileged to ask two questions. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really want to ask a question. You know what I mean? And so they had a formatted way that I'll share on Pancakes and Power Sims. They had a formatted way of how they did that. But uh, I really wanted to ask a question. Um, but, you know, shout out to you. What was your question? You're gonna uh, I, I had a few, but I wanted to ask uh, L.A. Knights about uh, the Kevin Nash stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah. I, you know, I interviewed Kevin Nash, but before the interview, uh, we just didn't. He was not. He, he was. He was kind of in a, uh, a little not great to talk to yeah. uh, on his end. But he said because it was me. You know, we have this. Not that it wasn't great. He was just. He'd been at that convention at WrestleCon all day, and he was tired, yeah, and I yeah. could tell. But we didn't talk about LA Knight because there, I didn't want to reignite something yeah. that you didn't, wanna, you, didn't, you didn't want to reignite LA Knight something. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, like Hatton, ladies and gentlemen, Doctor Chris, this is us scripted. Have a good night, everybody. See you at the matches. Ooh.